0: Hello, welcome back to Two Dykes, One Mic. This is episode seven. I am Chloe. And I'm Kimmy. And we have a special guest on this week, um, as always. So he is coming all the way in from Australia. So there's quite a time difference in this recording. But um flown <laughs> flowing right in. Um, but yeah, as always, we'll start with a joke. So it's my turn this week, isn't it? Yep, go ahead. So I went to a seafood disco last week, pulled a muscle. Wow.
1: <laughs> well, what's, what's your thoughts on that, one, Lou? I'm glad to hear that in the month
2: and a half I've been weird jokes, I
1: haven't got any to be weird. <laughs> Aye, I've been weird three years and they're just as bad.
0: <laughs> Terrible. It's because I gave you my good ones. Um, they were good. Oh, <laughs> God, <I know. laughs> so. So yeah, so we will get started with episode seven. Thank you as always for listening, for sharing, for giving us your feedback. Continue to do so. So, Louis, hi. Tell us a little bit about you. So who's Louis for the listeners? So yeah, um, as you said, I'm currently in Australia, so I've taken a bit of a gap after finishing uni, doing a bit of travelling,
2: just seeing what happens. I've done pretty much every other job under the sun back home, so just going away, enjoying life for a bit and uh, before it comes back into serious adult life.
0: Sounds good, where are you right now? Um, so I'm currently in Melbourne for at least the next one half, so looking forward to, get have got a new
2: job over here and um, so start that next week Which what good. so I'm looking forward to getting stuck in.
0: Exciting, so how did your fitness journey start? So the kind of main aims of this sort of episode is to sort of see how your fitness journey has evolved you into now the person that you are. So what we want to know is how did your fitness journey start? So what made you get into it?
2: So I'd been on and off with fitness for a wee while. I had tried a couple of different things, worked with a few people beforehand. And then when you started off your business, um, I
0: signed up. Mm-hmm. Um, Not only because you're a bit my best friend, but because I was like, what what better person to hold you accountable because i can't say no and you know that probably the only (laughs) person the only person that you'll actually listen to (laughs) yeah maybe a little bit of that too so (laughs) um yeah i've got stuck in with that and
2: from there it's just like totally changed the way i thought and i've loved every bit of it well most of it maybe not the five hours of running that we did for the marathon but um,
0: other
2: than that it's been pretty good
0: Very true. So when was that, like, just less than two years ago, shall we say?
2: Yeah, so two years in April would have been when I started with you. so Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I worked for you for 18 months and then the last uh, four or five months I've been um, working myself, so yeah, it's been really good. Uh, It was totally, totally different to how I was back then, like I'm not even remotely the same person, I'm sure you guys can vouch for that because you've known me beforehand, so Mm -hmm. um, yeah, lots has changed.
0: So what were you like beforehand? What kind of things did you do beforehand as well, fitness-wise?
2: Yeah, so i football, so I just thought that I had generally like a good level of base fitness anyway, like I did run most weeks for that. Um, and for me, I didn't really think there was much wrong. Like I thought I was happy enough. I thought, I didn't think I was out of shape. I thought it was all good. Um, but looking back now, um, I was definitely a little bit heavier than what I wanted to be and now I'm much happier and more confident myself aesthetically, but um, fitness was also what sort of springboard me into taking the step I'm to like getting away to the other side of the world and doing all of that Um, and also changing jobs before I came here as well because I was miserable in my old job looking back so um, lots of different things came from the fitness um, side of things. Mm
1: -hmm. And do you think like you've got better habits in place? Like do you think like back then like the life of Louis like, had bad habits and that's perhaps maybe why you decided to make a change as well like in terms of your eating or drinking and things like that like
2: so I felt like yeah when you asked that question I was like I definitely think a
1: little drink inside of it <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, I, drink less than, I drink less than I did then and um, I think I drink more now than what I did probably at the peak
2: of my fitness journey um, and obviously you have different stages that you go through and at the moment I am I'm not as on the ball with my fitness and working towards a specific goal, so I'm thinking a little bit more again just now but I'm more mindful of what I'm consuming so um, I was thinking about that actually last week since I've been over in Australia I've not tracked calories I've not been working out as much as I probably should have done um, if we're like at that st- different stage in a journey so um, it's just being aware of what you're eating and I definitely couldn't have done that before because I ate so much more yeah. um, and consumed so much stuff that I didn't even realise And I just physically couldn't consume
0: that now, which is good. So, how would you describe yourself, like, prior to two years ago? So, in, like, either a sentence or a few words or whatever, how would you describe you prior to two years ago?
2: Um, Looking back now, I would say, like, unhealthy and unhappy to an extent. Not in every aspect of my life, but um, Mm -hmm. compared to now, definitely.
1: Yeah. Do you think you tried to almost kind of mask the fact that you were unhappy? Because I'm just saying that because I kind of know the kind of guy that you are. Like, do you think probably, and I I was exactly the same. It's almost like at that point in time, you thought you were fine. Like, you didn't think there was anything wrong with your physique. Like, probably, but now when you look back, and I'm the same, like when you look back on, on reflection, you look at photos and things like that, you think, oh my goodness, like, like why didn't I realise at that point in time I think it's maybe just that you try to not think like that you try to kind of put it out of your mind like did you have yeah. that kind of mindset as well that I'll just try and you know push on like and just kind of think of other things or try and get things to distract you does that
0: make sense? Yeah like externally you seemed very outgoing and confident yeah. and that's what I'm trying yeah, to say absolutely. Yeah absolutely so
2: like I think we, all three of us have been through very similar journeys in that sense like um, I wasn't I wouldn't say I actively avoided it or like actively hid it but I was probably subconscious in that that I hid it for myself to an extent um, so I definitely didn't think at the time that I was unhealthy or unhappy but now looking back I definitely was in comparison so um, yeah definitely to an extent but it wasn't an active choice to do that
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what kind of things have you achieved through the kind of last like sort of two years so what have you been up to what have you done like what has it gave you? Yeah
2: so if we're talking purely fitness wise to start with um, i lost a significant amount of weight i can't remember the exact amount now but i know it was around about two stone um, possibly slightly more than that um, and <laughs> before i went on to build muscle again um, i have done four high rocks competitions now which is pretty intense like for those of the people listening that haven't done a high rock before it's um eight runs followed by eight exercises and it's Completing it for time, so we've all done one.
0: And yep.
2: I sure you guys like it's definitely not an easy afternoon or an easy day, out, no,
0: but very um, it's intense. Yeah.
2: Uh, and then I have done a marathon with you, and yeah, probably for me, my biggest challenge that I've achieved since was uh, Tough Mother. So I don't do things by half. <laughs> so I <I've saved> <laughs> signed up for Tough Mother. Um, I signed up for their new Infinity one that they brought out last season which is basically you've got like eight hours to do as many laps as you can, so that was like 42 kilometres worth of Tough Mudder or something I did, so that was, yeah, that was pretty intense. Yeah, it was probably my biggest achievement, I would say.
0: That's literally and a marathon, profession. like, worth of Tough mother, isn't it? I know, it was so good,
2: like, though. That's like, that's crazy. I, if I was still in the UK and looking for a new goal, I think that's what I'd be doing. Like, um, I really enjoyed it. Maybe not so much at some stages, like you go through so many stages over the hour um but like looking back like i loved it um, and i would definitely do it again Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's like probably my favorite thing i've done and then works wise as i said i left the job that i was miserable in did take a pay cut but then i got a job that i really enjoyed and like it was sort of balancing the money versus the happiness i was definitely much happier for the like 18 months that i wasn't in that job so Mm -hmm. um, that was massive then obviously I've taken the step to quit that job and come all the way to the other side of the world and just sort of like change your mindset and to not worrying about what people think of you because um like it's very easy especially at our age I think or paying your age maybe five years ago fucking. Um, <laughs> oh, I knew
1: I knew the old joke was gonna come soon. <laughs> Jesus, didn't take him long. <laughs> um, but yeah, like air station, like it's very easy to like think you should be at a certain place, and um, so I think it's about.
0: Taking that out of your head as well, um, and that's something I probably wouldn't have been able to do if I hadn't changed my fitness side of things, because it's all mindset as well. Mhm. Yeah, so would you say you've, like, found confidence, like, through your fitness journey over the past yeah, couple Yeah, absolutely, years?
2: definitely. Over, overall, there's no doubt about it, like, I'm much, con- much, much more confident, can't speak, and <laughs> much happier in general than I was two years ago, absolutely.
1: And yeah. I think it's just I think it's just refreshing because it's like a new type <clears> of confidence. Like I think the Louis that I first met, like I always thought you were quite a confident person anyway.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. um, we used to just sit and talk, and the stories you would tell me about like, Oh gosh, this boy is extremely forward, is not he? Like he hides absolutely <coughs> nothing. has zero <laughs> filter, which I like because I'm exactly the same. I'm like the female version, but it's just refreshing to see that your confidence has like evolved, like you might have seemed confident then but it's a completely different confidence, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um and it's a confidence yeah. that you've you've obviously worked hard for and you deserve to be exuding that confidence now because, you know, you've put the work in um and you've you've had a journey, so quite rightly so. But it's really nice just to see you and, you know, like the old Louis versus like what Louis is like now. So
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, no definitely. Yeah, okay. I would echo that as well, like, cause I I've known you since like when did we meet? Like six year at school. So what's that like? Okay, how long
2: ago we were at school. Oh <laughs> my god!
0: So like six years now. <sighs> um When you were at the school, I was out partying. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> ah, exactly. <laughs> you were reaching the I uh, theatre club. Oh god. Um, so yeah, so knowing like you before, like even probably at the start, or, like so when you did start like with CBC, like even like then like. I think you invested in it, but you weren't, like, fully in it, if that makes sense, like, so, like, for the first, like, few months, it was still very much, like, a kind of fighting battle, like, knocking my head against the wall sometimes, like, where you can't do all of these habits and expect to, like, change, like, so, um, so, yeah, probably knowing you, like, previously and then knowing you now, I'm, like, you have literally done, like, an absolute, like, 180, like, you've went from, like, a complete, from that person to like a completely different person but in like the best way um, like even just down mm-hmm. to like like I've always you're one of my best friends like I've always um thought you to be one of the best people ever but now more so I think you're like all your personality traits and all that have enhanced like massively which is obviously a very good thing as well so um so yeah it was... to
2: start the podcast because I'm not gonna
0: I know. Well, I know. that was
1: guaranteed before we even started the podcast. You know, I love you very that's much. That's one thing. that's no change
0: that he's been this size since the Um His what? body, his body might have got smaller, but his head has definitely got bigger. I,
1: I I'll just say, I just definitely bigger. Yeah. Um, um I, I was just going to ask something, just like on the back of that, like just we're still obviously on the topic of confidence, but. Do you think, like, doing what you've done and the journey that you've had has given you also the confidence to be where you are now, like, in terms of being in Australia, actually taking that jump to move? Because you were thinking about that for such a long time, like, years. Like, that was, like, literally, like, on your mind for such a long time. And I'm like, was there maybe something holding you back before? And is it just that this newfound confidence has also, like, encouraged you to take the step? I think that... Before, I would have still got on the flight and got to here. But, like, having been out here, been away from home now for two, almost
2: two and a half months, um, there's a lot of challenges that you face that you maybe don't think about, like, just mental challenges. Like, you have hard days, like, just like mm-hmm. you do at home. But it's even harder when it's a 11-hour time difference and the people that you usually rely on to talk to, you can't do that at that time. So mm-hmm. I think that I would have probably got on the flight and made it all the way here. But I don't know how I would have lasted over here if I hadn't.
0: Changed the way I thought about things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because you're now used to like doing challenging things like all the time. Like you've done like Tough Mudder marathons and stuff. So you have been constantly putting yourself into it. Well, probably outside that comfort zone for the past like two years. So do you think that has made a difference in dealing with those like daily <coughs> challenges that you now face being on the other side of the world? <clears throat> yeah,
2: absolutely. I'm like. I don't know how I'm feeling without having, like, a challenge to work towards as such. Like, since I booked my 1st IOPS like, a year and a half ago now, um, I've always had, like,
0: one or, like, five because I don't do I by half go So, like, I, I think that was an adjustment as well, and, like, changing your mindset into it's not a specific goal that you're working towards. It's, like, daily life that you're, like, everything's changing. Like, as I said, like, I don't really
2: know, well, until last week, I didn't know where I was going to be staying next week. So, like, things change all the time here um and you just have to be adaptable and ready to change and work with what like you're faced with um so absolutely like it's something that i'm much more comfortable doing and getting comfortable being uncomfortable is something that's not just in the gym or like like
0: fitness wise it's like absolutely everyday life especially when you're traveling mm-hmm. um like because
2: you don't have a lot of the home comforts that you might have at home mm mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. yeah no definitely See so just like kinda of going back a wee bit, so like you are a referee, um I think you'd mentioned that at the start, um as well, and you've done that for how long now? Oh, so since I was sixteen, so that's my eighth season this year. Um, God. So
2: quite
0: a while. That is crazy. um. Yeah, so since you were 16, so prior to kind of like working with CBC and stuff as well, like you would have been refereeing every weekend. Do you feel like a massive difference in your fitness and how easy it is to be a referee now, like that you actually yeah. focus on your fitness a bit more? Yeah, so
2: like, as I said, I didn't really see my fitness as a problem before I started training with CBC, but... I think now looking back like i can pass the fitness test no problem and especially coming over here to the like the the heat here is something that is totally different like it's lovely for day to day life but see when you're running about and doing 10 to 12k for a match it's a bit like daunting to get used to mm-hmm. um so the match the i've only done one match so far since coming over here just due to availability and stuff but um i covered twelve and a half k half in that game and it was like 28 degrees now
0: that's actually not the hottest it's been over here um but obviously it's something we didn't really get back home so that's, that would
2: have just been like unachievable for years ago i just couldn't have done it
0: mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah i think we You'd both it for me, i think <laughs> I, know. I think we both kind of said that like uh, prior to like training like in a gym environment like actually focusing on like our nutrition and sleeping all that mm-hmm. and recovery and stuff like a bit more like we both thought we were fit playing football like we're like oh like you don't need to train outside football training like two sessions a week that's absolutely fine i can eat what i want because i'm training twice a week um but now after like actually focusing on our fitness so much more and training and th- stuff like that it's like how did that actually even manage 90 minutes of a game beforehand like how did that even do it like i think crazy. as well
1: like it's not even just like the physical aspect that fitness gives you like being like, your fittest self, it is, like, that mental, like, resilience as well. It's, like, because pretty much I'd be the same. Like, years gone past, I would have, like, if you'd have said to me, like, oh, you'll do a high-rocks competition, I'd have probably laughed at you. Um, if you'd have said, like, go out and run a 5 or a 10k, I'd definitely have laughed at you. <laughs> and just all those different things. But it's about, I would always just tell myself I'll never be able to do something like that. But see, now, it's a bit yeah. like, with you, you've probably said to yourself, like, years gone past, like, old Lou would have been, like, I'm not running about in the heat in 28 degrees like fuck that like for a refereeing match mm-hmm. but now you're like well do you know what I can do that and it's not as uncomfortable as it would have been like having been old but I think it's just about like you find confidence like obviously in yourself and how you look but it's how you think and how you approach like different situations like your mindset completely changes rather than talking yourself out of things you think of how can I like think of this in a positive way and how can I actually just like get myself through it? Mm-hmm. Um I think is like another real benefit of actually like training properly. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, interesting. Yeah, I
2: think the difference between like that, like and um... Air quotes,
0: <laughs> if you I, I know I've like done that as well, and then um, I forget that we're actually like nobody can see us, like regarding- we're recording, we're all air quoting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so like fit
2: for purpose was what I would say I was before. Like, I was fit for purpose for refereeing rather than fit for like day to day life. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it's definitely a massive difference in that. Like, um, like one thing that I probably noticed myself when I came away. I did Bali for two, two and a half weeks before I came to Australia and like some of the beaches in Bali are absolutely stunning but holy shit they don't tell you about the hill that you have to climb up or down to get to the thing. Um, But like I was sweating buckets going up this hill and I was like I just, I just stayed at the bottom and just started doing me. Yeah. A couple years ago I'd have just been like nah I'm alright thanks I'll stay
0: down here. Yeah, your Um, life would have been more. Yeah,
2: fit for purpose versus fit for actual life is a massive difference.
0: Yeah, your life would have been a bit more restricted. So, I'm
1: just thinking, like, two years ago was, would have been, like, 2021. So, during lockdown, Louis, like, do you think, like, was that, like, the old Louis, like, through lockdown? Because I know, like, lockdown did different things to different people. Like, some people saw it as an opportunity to get fit, to move more. Do you think, like, how was your mindset, like, during COVID? Was that, like, the peak of your bad habits? Or was that when you were just, like, at, like, peak... Like I not laziness, something. but fuck! I need to do something here. Like, what, what, what was your kind of thinking during lockdown? Like, how did you approach it?
2: I think my like actual habits probably changed more than most during lockdown because I was still working like full time throughout lockdown, like hybrid. So I was um, in office sometimes and at home like pretty much the whole way through. Um, so I would say that it maybe didn't massively change it, but it made me realise that. Like I don't want to live like this. Like I want to be better than what I am. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, it may not be the worst, but it made me more aware of the habits so I maybe mm-hmm. needed to change, sort of thing. Mhm. Yeah. Um. So you had said like obviously your physique has massively changed. Like you'd lost like over like two stone. Um. Like built significant muscle, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and felt really good. in that. Do you think just solely changing your physique would have gave you what you've got now, or do you think you had to go through that sort of mental um? that sort of mental process of changing as well at the same time
2: yeah so I definitely wouldn't be where I am now if it wasn't for like the mental transformation but not only that because I don't think I'd have got to where I got to in my physical transformation if I hadn't already like changed my mindset yeah it's like you do have some days like where you just think fuck this like I don't want to go to the gym at six in the morning or like <laughs> I don't want to go and do this like you know what I was like back in the day, like, I hated getting up in the morning, I still don't massively like getting up in the morning, but I now prefer the gym in the morning than yep. what I do at night time, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like, I couldn't have made the physical transformation without the mental transformation, I don't think, and that would have obviously um, made massive differences all around.
0: Yeah, it's those daily wee battles with yourself, isn't it, like, do I get up, did I just stay in my cosy bed? <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's
2: much easier, like, and not only that, like, when you're doing your, like, physical challenges like i remember my first high-ops event and i went out like i felt dead comfortable in my first run and i remember running around and hearing like becky was um we you couldn't make the event so i remember hearing becky being like you are going too fast you're going too fast and i thought I'm fine, like, I feel comfortable. Yes. And then by the third lap,
0: it's like, I'm fucking dying. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, without the, mindset, without the mindset transformation, I just went, nah, no, I'm not doing it. Because mm-hmm. that stage, I genuinely didn't see how I was finishing that event. Um, and it's about, like, pushing past that stage, like, past the, like, I'm fucked, like, this isn't happening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, to get to
2: the, like, actual completion of it. Like, I was going to say success, but, like, the completion of doing it.
0: Yeah. Do you know I um, heard a thing and it was said, like, see when you get to that point where you're like, Right, that's me, I'm done, like your your mind is saying that and telling your body like, That's you, stop now, like that's you done. You're actually only at like forty percent of your capacity at that point. So, like you said, you need to just push through that wee barrier in your head of being like, No, I can do it and then actually just getting it done because your body's actually only at like and people would just probably stop there when they've still got 60% more
1: to give. No, totally. We we were the same when we did, like, high rocks. And I was on, like, the roar, which is, like, the fifth exercise or something. And I started, like, feeling, like, cramp in, like, one of my calves. And I said to Chloe when I was on the roar, I was like, I'm getting cramp. And I knew that I still had so many runs left to do and so many exercises. So at that point, you were just more than halfway. So I was like, how am I going to manage to, like, do my runs with, like, this calf? But it's just, like, it is just totally a mental thing, because I'm like, no, we're here now, we're in the moment. Mm -hmm. Like, get a grip, Kim, fucking man up, pretty much, and get get on with it. And that's just the way that I thought. But the old me as well would have totally been like, "I just go and sit out now, Kim, that's you. you're done. But it's just about telling yourself, because it's like, even if you feel the slightest niggle, it doesn't mean like that's game over. Like you can easily run like something like that off or do you know what I mean? And it did start to ease off as we like got more into the run again. So I think it's as you say, like you're not like when you, when your body seems to be telling yourself you're done, you're actually not. But it's just about how you overturn that in your mind Mm -hmm. to say, well, no, you like I'm have, gonna keep going. You, you know could have mean?
0: used that as an excuse to be like, oh, but like I got cramp or I got an injury or something. Like, I, like so use you it as an excuse for out, Like, I, yeah, but it's like no, you just push through and it eased off after like a couple it's, of runs. It's a like,
1: bit like when I always say that. I was just like when I played when we played football. There'd be folk that would say, oh, like I, I'm I'm injured. I need to go off, and I'm like, no, you're just playing shite. <laughs> like you're just making an excuse. <laughs> like you're with a piss game, but like you're like that. You're like, oh sub sub. Like I've like pulled my calf. I'm I'm like, How have you fucked? Like, you've had a shite game. Like, just admit you're playing rubbish. Try Mills. and play better. Like, Kimmy
0: just calling out all of her
1: teammates <laughs> <laughs> who have ever asked to be subbed when they're not actually injured. But no, like that's that's something that again like bugs me because I'm like, just don't like just overturn that in your mind and like no, like look if I'm playing shite, just try and play better. Like, don't make excuses for yourself. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I mm-hmm. think running is a perfect example as well. Just like running
2: in general, like running is such a mindset game. Mm-hmm. Like both, all three of us hated running, like, I'm still not going to say that. Still I do. And be like, oh, yep. I'm not but like, like, we've all done runs that we never thought we could have possibly done before, like, I remember being, like, halfway through the marathon, and me and Chloe just looking at each other been like, oh my god, is this only halfway?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was just going to say that, like, see if I wasn't doing that marathon with you, like, the full thing, see those last couple of miles, like, how much I a moan was that? Like, Feel free to say, um. I would but, say that. <laughs> I would have literally have bailed out at that point. Like I would have walked the rest of the way. But see, if you not, if I didn't have you there, being like, no, come on, like we've only get like two miles mm. left. Like look at the next signpost. I'm like, oh okay, I'll do it. Um, I would, I probably wouldn't have get through it like without us doing it together and pushing each other on and like supporting each other.
2: I know. But- my ears
0: were bleeding with my blisters at some point. <laughs> I mean you think you
1: were exhausted. I was fucking exhausted waiting no on you I kept going like that. Fuck's sake, are they don't have it in yet. I've standing at the finish line for a about an hour like this. I'm sure they sh- I'm sure they should be back when they like I knew all that. I just remember being like I just remember being like a mile ago and being like, I hey, it's just
2: round the corner, it's just round the corner I and you turn it moment. No, it's
0: not. Stop lying to I me. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> Literally never trusted you ever since, honestly. But no, that was 100% the most difficult thing that I have done, mm-hmm. is that marathon. Like like you said, the mental game of that is pff, insane. Um, But yeah, so what... You've done a lot of big goals. You've done, like, High Rocks, Marathon, Tough Mudder. Like, you've hit massive PBs and stuff in the gym. What would be something that you would want to achieve So what's like a goal that you would want to hit or an event that you would want to do? Like no restrictions. So like if money wasn't an issue, if going to fly to a different country wasn't an issue, what would you want to do? I mean, I feel like this is targeted because I've told you what I was thinking
2: about. It wasn't going to go into the public, but we'll do it anyway. Public accountability right here. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I was like...
0: I've i
2: only told like you and like two other like, people, but now you've just like called me out. So <laughs> no, um, like The next thing that I want to do um is I want to do Everest Base Camp. So like obviously it's a massive call, um and financially it's just something I need to make sure that I'm comfortable to do. But
0: mm-hmm.
2: um I think that's the next thing that I want to do. I think that's something that I would absolutely love doing. Mm-hmm.
0: Um so for anyone yeah, who doesn't I, know what is what does that involve?
2: So Everest Base Camp the trip that i've been looking at it's like a 14-day hike so you like the hike all the way up and all the way down and um, it's like it's over five thousand meters i think it is um it's not all the way to the summit there's only like six thousand people that have been to this uh, every summit, which i think is also mental is. i'd love to do that but money is an issue for that and that's like <laughs> heavy expensive so yeah unless in lot, i win the lottery that we're not summiting it but
0: mm-hmm. and there's a high chance you'll die
2: horrible, so. <laughs> yeah Exactly. Like, it's massive. Like, if you watch the film Everest, you might not want to do it. Um, but I think that that's something that I would love to do. Um, and my auntie that I'm with over here in Australia, she's, like, 60, and she's like, oh, I would not want to do that. Like, we I thought I said to my dad, I was like, oh, me and, like, Lynn might go and do it. And he's like, Lou, you're not taking my leg like, sister up Everest. Like,
0: that
2: is <laughs> not happening. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's sort of what's in the pipeline, hopefully. Yeah. Um, but we'll
0: see what happens with that. That um, would be amazing to do, yeah, that that, to that would be that some too. feat. And imagine being like, I've summited, like not summited, I've done Everest, like I've climbed however far you go up Everest, like that would be I know, like, crazy. if
2: we're talking like a smaller, smaller, like again, airports quotes, goal, <laughs> um, then it would be like, I would love higher ups to come to Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd love to do like the season of High ups over here and um, hopefully they do like they did bring one to Hong Kong last season and mm-hmm. fingers crossed they maybe keep coming down the way but and um, that would be amazing as well like I'm looking for my next sort of thing to work towards like it's always something of in the back of my mind like I'm still like actively looking for something like that yeah and um, but it's not my priority at the moment as I said I've been to the gym like since i Came away from Scotland. I've probably been to the gym like less than ten times. Um, but again, the changes I've made have allowed me to do that. Like, uh, my movements much higher. My I eat much more intuitively, and I've not. I'm pretty much the same weight as I was when I left the country. So yeah. I probably lost slightly muscle mass, but um, I'm not anywhere near in the shape I would have been if I hadn't like made the changes before I came away, which is great.
0: Yeah, you've been dotted about and stuff as well. So like being at just a sold gym will be quite difficult currently, so um, it will be a case of just yeah. fitting it in <laughs> where you can. Um, but
2: And everything in Australia costs a fucking fortune, in case anyone has <laughs> Like, it's so expensive. It's, like, charged per week over here as well,
0: so I feel like it feels more expensive. Yeah. I think they're talking, like,
2: $20 a week, so it's only, like, £40 a payment for the month, which is pretty much what I was paying in the UK. It just feels more because, like, every week it's coming out.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. and you don't know if you're actually going to be there for the full week or the full month. I think as well,
1: like, what you're saying as well, about not going, like, not having been to the gym much since you've been away, like, I wouldn't see that as a bad thing because what you've, like, basically admitted to is and and you've, like, shown is that it's been a lifestyle change for you. Like, I know that there's people Mm -hmm. that train religiously, like, three times a week, four times a week, and that's just, like, a given, but life can throw a curveball whereby... You're not necessarily going to get to the gym but what people need to remember is is that like you like if you've been like a handful of times since you've been out there like you've not went back to old louis like you're not ever going to go back to the very start like you're not starting school again it's just like as you say like you've remained the same weight you've maybe lost a bit of muscle mass yes you probably won't be able to lift like the weights that you were lifting but you're not going back to like square one whereby you know like you've all of a sudden piled back on all the weight. you don't know what you're doing in the gym like it's not a setback, it's just like a bit of a, a kind of adjustment pause, that you've had yeah. to make and a bit of a pause, like, so I think it's an important message for folk to understand that, like, you don't need to go all the time to be... It's
0: also important as like, well, like, um, like, Louis then adapted his habits to his lifestyle yeah. currently, and just because he can't make the gym, like you said, two three times a week, it doesn't mean that everything else gets chucked out the window, mm-hmm. like, you're still you're still eating nutritiously yeah, like, and to fuel your body, you're still moving loads, like, constantly, like, so, just because you can't make the gym right, every Over here week...
2: as well, hydration is so important, like, mm-hmm. hydration is, like, something that's very, very easily overlooked in, like, day-to-day life, Um and probably was something I maybe didn't, when I first came to Bali, it was, like, not a priority, because I was just so busy all the time, And you do notice the difference massively when you start focusing back on that. Like Mm -hmm. probably over here, I'm drinking about four litres of water a day. Like I can see you chugging your water just now. Like um, (laughs) it's so needed because like your body just can't function without it. But I think just going back to what Kim was saying and there with regards to like not starting off from school. And I think that that's a massive difference in like not to pick up Chloe
0: too much, but like um, CBC service is like a coaching service rather than a PT service. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a big difference between
2: that which I didn't really know until I started working with you guys like I never really thought of oh, PT coaches are too different but like um, you don't just turn up to the gym and get like coached for a couple hours a week like it's a massive mindset shift and it's like you're coached through that and you're educated like as I said like I eat much more intuitively than what I did beforehand like I'm mm-hmm. very aware of what I mean also Show you, doesn't show you calories on all the food so it's like even harder over here <laughs> um it's like kilojoules and i'm like trying to convert stuff in my head and i'm like this will just be difficult but i know roughly what's in things now which is good yeah but yeah it's all comes down education and self-development in that sense like i'm mm-hmm. in such a more stable and comfortable position fitness and mindset wise than what i would have been years ago.
0: yeah no absolutely Amazing, I appreciate that. Um, I had a wee question just when we were talking about like your goals and stuff of what you actually want to hit. So, do you think having a goal in your mind or in the pipeline is something that helps you sort of stay focused and like having something to work towards is like a good thing to have? Yeah, absolutely, especially if
2: it like different stages in your fitness journey is probably more important than others. So, when we first locked in my high rocks, so like the first one, I remember I was sort of, like, in a bit of a slump. Like, it wasn't like I was, like, not going to the gym. Like, I was going to the gym, but I maybe wasn't enjoying it as much as what I had been just beforehand. So, mm-hmm. I'd like, seeing that very, very fast progress and, um, what's the right word? Progress and, like, success almost at the start. Mm-hmm. Like, you're losing the weight, you are building the muscle, you're getting PBs most sessions because that's how it starts off at the gym. Yeah, And then you have that sort of plateau where you're, like, progress slows and things like that so i think at that stage especially if the goal is massive because we're human at the end of the day like it's really hard to motivate yourself if you've not got something to work towards yeah even if it's like a small goal it doesn't have to be an event or something like that but it could just be that you want to get your pb on squat or something like that Mm -hmm. um like that could be a goal as i said i don't do things by half. but like i'd be like a big goal but um (laughs) you've always got the smaller like more interim goals in there as well so a massive massive difference that that makes and like mindset and training it's so much
0: easier to motivate yourself when you know why you're doing something yeah no definitely that why is very important I'm very much driven by like I like having a goal in place as well that I can work towards and and then it being accomplished at the end of it hopefully yeah. Um, yeah. if all goes well
2: I know I've seen one of your I seen your story earlier in the week and it was talking about your 25th birthday challenge. That's going to be pretty intense, Chloe, so
0: that's, for that. Yeah, that's going to be very intense. Like, I'm a bit like you. I don't do things by half. I just, I say these things and then I'm like, right, shit, so I actually need to do it now. <laughs> like, I know, you've like publicly yeah. admitted it now. Like And then when I heard that, I was like, what? <laughs> I
1: was like, you're fucking <laughs> insane.
0: Like, I know. So, gosh, for you know, anyone really who did so, see... Very similar
1: in the
2: impulse side of things, I would say.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. definitely like for anyone who didn't see my stories, I'm planning to do 25 minutes of exercise every hour for 25 hours for my 25th birthday. So, well, that's a day that I get a lot of fucking peace and quiet. <laughs> you know, day. just be <laughs> in the gym for 25 hours. I'm gonna need you to come be on the night shift with me, though. Aye, right. <laughs> We're sending you a be 20,
2: yeah. guys, So, put
0: your eyes out for the GoFundMe or whatever she does. Aye, um, I know. Potentially, um, but yeah. So I. All out our questions. So you got anything else you want to ask Chloe? No,
1: I think like we've covered like quite a good a good bit there. Um
0: probably sure. to sum up, what would you like so anybody who's maybe been in the same situation as you prior to like the past two years, what advice would you give to them, like now where you're at? Okay, so I think it started depends on what what situation you are in if you can financially afford to i'd massively suggest investing in an approach even if that's a short term change mm-hmm. like
2: you might have to sacrifice other things but it's a massive difference to you in the short term but some people won't be in the financial position to do that especially the way we are just now as well so even like following the right people on social medias can be
0: beneficial as well as much as social media can be a curse like yeah. this day and age it's like
2: um very divisive sometimes but like if you're following the right people you can learn stuff there as well so that can be good but yeah just have a goal work towards it whether that's well you do need short achievable goals definitely Mm -hmm. and then educate education is massively important like um your sort of pillars that you're working on your your food your movement and your exercise are the sort of three main things that you've got to focus on so Mm -hmm. change them and you can change the way you do everything like i am so much happier um in myself. like i'm much more comfortable in situations that i probably wouldn't have been beforehand um and that doesn't just come down to aesthetics like obviously i'm really happy with the changes i've made aesthetically i could look to take it further in the future and i will probably do so but um just now i'm happy where i am and it's not just came down to that which is good
0: mm-hmm. yeah
2: i babbled on a bit there but you get the point
0: no <laughs> love it love it um so yeah, thank you so much for joining us on episode seven. Uh, I know it's like what eleven hour time difference or something. So we very much appreciate you coming on. Um yes. next bedtime for me. <laughs> yeah, I know we're just starting our day and you're like ending yours. Um, but yeah, no, thank you so much. We really, really appreciate you you coming on. Um, so yeah. That was amazing to hear all about your journey and where it has gotten you to right now, sitting in Australia, loving the life and all that. He's just
1: literally like loving life down under, which is normal for Louis, so (laughs) So,
0: what can (laughs) I say? Might drop over there.
2: That's
0: right.
1: I know, I know. I
0: think it was a bit of an innuendo in that there, but, um, yeah.
2: We'll, we totally we'll, got it, but I'm just moving past
0: it We will leave it at that. It. He's <laughs> trying to
1: pretend that he's not, like, filthy-minded, and he's trying to be extremely professional on the podcast. I know, I know. Well, it's fine.
0: I appreciate that side, Yeah, once we stop me? recording,
2: I've got stories
1: to
0: fill you in on, so it's all good. Oh, great, thanks. <laughs> make, make sure we hit the stop record button then, please, <laughs> guys. Um, <laughs> lock your kids up. But yeah, thank you so much for joining us, Louie. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Give it a share. um, Give us your feedback. Uh, Follow Louie on Instagram as well. Um, We will share this onto our stories anyway, so you'll be able to get his tag. Um, But yeah, we have been Two Dykes, One Mike. Over and out. See ya.